Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. You don't hear screaming right now. That's because it's a gamer news episode. Go 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 gamer news. We got some go 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 gamer news. Gamer news. Sounds like you're like you're chug chugging. It's the chopper. <laughs> anyway, Ticketmaster, fuck them. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, they're having some issues. Sonic Frontiers, Jake played it. I have yet to play it. And wait till you hear about how much an Apple TV costs, let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we have fun here. Anyway, we talked about some gamer news this week. Um, the stuff that I said before and what el- whatever else is listed in the timestamps, which are in the description. Use those if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part. Either way, uh, we just appreciate you downloading and possibly subscribing on Patreon for a dollar a month. Think about it. Uh, follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere, but you don't got to worry about that because he's over fucking here. Follow Jake on social media, twitch.tv slash as underscore rivals, Twitter dot tv slash as you underscore rivals twitter.tv 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 we're buying the domain it's redirecting to my patreon (laughs) (laughs) fuck you i'm redirecting it to google bitch (laughs) anyway we have fun here subscribe so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads if you liked anything we said leave a nice comment if you didn't like anything we said keep it to yourself okay you don't need no one needs to know Anyway, let's... Normally we jump into it. Is there like a game? Press A to get into it. That's the that's the gamer version of let's jump into <laughs> press, it. Press A to get into it. Sure. Yeah. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll roll with that. Sure. This is a QTE. <laughs> Quick, press A or else everyone dies. That's not a threat. That's just a description of what's going on. <laughs> Before I forget, I want to add a recommendation. It is a song by Michael Bublé. Um, we all know him. We all love him. He was great yeah. on SNL. Uh, it's his cover of Santa Baby, except, okay. you know, he's not gay. Okay? He's not gay. Okay? So he wouldn't sing Santa Baby. Okay? He wouldn't. He's not gay for Santa. Believe me. Please believe me. Okay? So what he does is he sings Santa Buddy instead, ah. and it's the most hilarious cover I have ever heard. It's just so funny because like, like there's nothing explicitly like, oh, I'm not gay about it, but just the fact that he felt the need to cover the song but not like sing Santa it's still Baby. Labeled, it's still labeled as Santa Baby. It is on yeah Spotify. Yeah, it is. I, I just oh. think that's great. Oh, he released an entire Christmas album. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. There's a hidden track on here that's four seconds long hmm. <laughs> that only has 86,000 plays. That's interesting. Wait, I wonder if it's on the title version. Hold on. You know who has a great Christmas album? Hmm. Clay Aiken. 
Clay Aiken has a phenomenal fire Christmas album. Never heard of them before. Yeah, he's like around. He's not like famous so much anymore. He was like big in like the 90s, I think. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't even a thought in my parents' minds. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't show up on the title version. Huh, strange. Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, those are my two Christmas-related recommendations. The Clay Aiken Christmas album and Santa Buddy. <laughs> even though even though we have uh, yet to... Um, uh, even though we have yet to uh, uh, even pass... Oh my gosh, what the Thanksgiving. hell is it? Thanksgiving. Yeah, I yeah. can't even think of it. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to the real holidays, like Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, listening to this episode before Thanksgiving is going to be locked behind a paywall. Uh, it's the <laughs> it's going to be releasing to all the pores on Friday. So oh, this gotcha. is technically, tech. this is technically our Black Friday special. Oh, gotcha. Maybe, here, maybe we should add some more deals then if it's a Black Friday special. Yeah, sure. Um, um, well, I, I have I have a couple. Uh, I have the DualSense thing, I have a micro SD card or whatever. You got yeah, the God of War I th- did thing. I, I think, did I I think we'll just say do your own research for the rest of okay. the Black Friday deals. Because I think gotcha. we got a, a couple of solid ones there. I just, also, I think Iron Man VR is on sale. So we'll get to that. Oh, gotcha. We'll get to it. Believe me. All right. So, uh, Jake, I think you you seem to have absorbed this story through osmosis, the whole Ticketmaster thing. Yeah, yeah. I, just some just random threads on Twitter. Nothing really more beyond that. Yeah. So Ticketmaster has been a monopoly. It's been an issue like for years now. It's just become a big thing because there was a Taylor Swift concert that had tickets like... Like it was so in demand and like they, you know, obviously there's not like the supply to meet that. So there was like mm-hmm. a huge wait line. There's like a wait list that people were being added to and people were waiting like days. I think I, I don't know what the time frame was for the wait list, but it was a long ass time. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll elaborate more on it later, but Ticketmaster has a way of like raising prices algorithmically to meet demand and tickets were reaching as high as like $20,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. For a concert. So, you know, people like the Swifties online were very upset. I think this is going to be the thing that radicalizes a lot of people. Um, And I actually, I heard uh, from a friend that a similar thing happened with a blink 182 concert. Uh, This is a real story. You know, I, supposedly i from what i remember hearing people were like in line i maybe some people hadn't gotten tickets yet i don't know but yeah they were like getting into like the thousands of dollars and i think if i was gonna see blink 182 and the tickets were getting into Mm -hmm. like the territory of thousands of dollars i I would my my reaction would be uh say it ain't so i will not go right yep (laughs) so so uh, it's, it's, it's a little play on lyrics. Um, turn the lights off, carry me home, so on, etc. Um, but yeah, so what happened is there's basically one entity that controls all of ticket sales and like venue management. 
So a company already brought up Ticketmaster. They basically do all of the selling of tickets uh, to concerts. And there's a separate like company called Live Nation that mm-hmm. was like it was, it was like it was like the venue like management entity. Um, basically, like all like venues are under the umbrella of Live Nation. So if you want to book a theater or a concert hall or anything like that, it would be through Live Nation. And mm-hmm. I don't know how recent it was, but I think in sometime in the last few years, Ticketmaster and Live Nation merged. So the same entity that like manages all the venues is the same uh, entity now that sells all of the tickets. So they can just basically sell them for however much they want. And there's zero competition. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And like people were getting mad at like artists like Bruce Springsteen had a concert that you know, tickets were getting into like the territory of like $5,000 and people like that don't really know what the situation is. will get mad at the artists, but the artists don't really get to decide if they work with Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. So like everyone is just put in a bad position. Um, And so, yeah, like I said, I think this is going to be the thing that radicalizes a lot of people. Because, like, you know, a lot of times politics is like, uh, you know, I can just ignore it. Um, but this is like a monopoly that has really concrete, real world effects on pretty much anyone that wants to see a concert, which is going to be most people. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Ticketmaster has, um, what is it called? Uh, dynamic pricing. Uh, it's a system that basically it does it's an algorithm that that sees like oh you know taylor swift tickets are really in demand so we're gonna jack up the prices right and like it's it is like the process of supply and demand like it's a basic tenant of capitalism um it's just how Mm -hmm. markets work but now it's like now it's it's like so finely tuned that they have an algorithm just do it automatically yeah, that's pretty scummy. It's it is. It's kind of it's kind of similar to you know how some companies, um, they'll uh like they'll raise the prices up a bunch before, or they'll they'll raise the prices up for like items before like a big like Christmas sale or yeah. Black Friday or something, and then drop the price down to what it what it originally was, and everybody was thinking about getting a big uh, uh you know a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, more on this later, but uh, one of the recommendations this week is a God of War PS5 bundle, and I don't have it open right now. But isn't it like uh, five sixty? Um, yeah, yep, it's five sixty. So you get the console. I believe it's the disc version yeah. as well. Yeah, it's the disc um, version, right? With um, with God of War Ragnarok. War Ragnarok pre-installed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, isn't the the MSRP? For the the disc model, five hundred dollars. Yes, it's five hundred, and then to get the actual game for PS Five, it's seventy. So you're saving oh, yourself ten bucks. Okay. Yeah, I, remember, I forgot that PlayStations are the PlayStation. Uh, they're 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 the assholes who say, "Hey, we're gonna make everything seventy dollars now." Yeah. No, I forgot. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. Related. Yeah. PlayStation is like, yeah, fuck you. Pay up an extra ten dollars. For, uh, yeah, for PS5 for, games. Yeah. Even like the same games that are on other consoles for $60. Got to pay 70 bucks to play it on PS5. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, maybe that'll radicalize people too. I don't, I don't know, but I, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that basically MSRP, but I guess you are saving $10. You're saving 10 whole dollars. Ten whole, yeah, you're know, saving, crazy. you're saving one trip to McDonald's worth of, uh, worth of money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just because like, you know, through like scalpers and, and, you know, limited supplies and all that, like it's driven the price up of the PS five, like, like with these tickets into the territory of thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah. Now they, now they can just be like, Hey, it's the, it's the fucking price that we said before. What a great deal. We're so generous. What a great mm-hmm. deal. This is not, not. Yeah. Yeah. No, e- even with that though, like, you know, to, to bring it back to being gamer news, cause this is a gamer news episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, this is coming out the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, if you pay a dollar every month, you get to see it a couple days before Thanksgiving. Um, but I am thankful that uh, gaming infrastructure isn't really like set up in such a way that would make it possible for any one entity to have like a, a monopoly as strong as Ticketmaster. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's good competition in the gaming market. Yeah. Silver linings. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I that's that's kind of why it annoys me when people like dog on the Epic Game Store or like Origin. Like, yeah, Origin sucks. But at least there is another marketplace for PC games. Right. Because if there were any other marketplaces, Steam would have a complete monopoly. Yeah. And, you know, they'd be able to fluctuate the prices. Uh, You know, people bitch about Epic Game and, you know, all the other marketplaces. But the thing is, is with those marketplaces, it kind of forces Steam to kind of lower their prices. Which, speaking of which, right now there is a Steam Autumn sale going on with... uh, some pretty good discounts on some games. Yeah, I think Doom Eternal, um, at least the base game, is like ten bucks. And I yeah, think, let me check that really quick. Yeah, I think with like all the DLC and everything, it's like eighteen dollars. Which, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty good. I still haven't finished Doom the first Doom, uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Doom Eternal is ten bucks. Uh, looks like I think Deluxe Edition includes everything, and that's eighteen. So yeah, I think you're right on that. Then yeah. But yeah, you know, silver linings, but yeah, you know, I think, I I mean, I don't know. I I would be curious to see like the statistics on it, but Mm -hmm. at least in theory, like Epic game store being as big as it is, you know, if they have a sale, like in theory, you know, market forces and everything would suggest that valve should like kind of match that. You know, not necessarily one to one, like, you know, if Epic has a sale, Steam should have a sale. But, you know, it encourages competition, which right. is good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess there's sort of a good ending to this story in that, um, according to this article from The Hill, uh, Senate panel, uh, there, there's going to be a Senate panel about the whole uh, Ticketmaster thing. Now, what's going to come of it? I don't know. I, I I do not know what regulations are going to be put into place or at least enforced. Like we have antitrust laws. Like there are some left. It's just that the way that the law is interpreted has has really changed from like, you know, like the, like the New Deal era. Like, 
you know, back like a hundred plus years ago when antitrust was like really like strongly enforced. Um, so, you know, what little, what, what antitrust laws we have left aren't really enforced. So I don't know uh, anything short of a fundamental change in how we construct and like enforce our laws. It's not really going to do much, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's going to be something done. I don't know, maybe. Right. But yeah, so my takeaway is epic. It's pretty epic. In origin. And they do so much. And they do give you a lot of free games. That so. is yeah, that is true. Actually, um yeah, thank you for bringing that up because um I think it should be this this should be applicable when this uh, episode comes out. Um Yep, on the 24th, so on Thanksgiving, Star Wars Squadrons is going to be free on Epic. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, which I have I played a little bit of it uh, in VR, and mm-hmm. I mean, the, the performance was, it was so-so, but it was, like, it's it's fun, it's cool. Um, I imagine it's yeah. really nice with, like, the whole, like, uh, you know, flight simulator oh, setup. setup. Yeah. Yeah, I have yet to try it with that because that shit's expensive and uh yeah. I don't have easy access to it. But still playing it with like just a regular like Xbox controller, it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. It's uh if yeah, if you don't know what it is, uh look up Star Wars Squadrons. It's a fun it's like Star Wars like a uh, dogfighting, not not dogfighting, but like like plain dogfight game. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, Pokémon is dogfighting. Uh, Star Wars. Speaking of Pokemon, dogfights. Yeah, speaking of Pokemon. Yeah, speaking of Pokemon. Um. So first things first. Uh, have you gotten the new Pokemon game? I have not. I bought. Okay. Um, Sparkling Diamond or whatever that one was called, and I brilliant diamond. Yeah, brilliant diamond. And I, uh, I started it. That's all that I'll say about that. Um. I yeah. No, I still have yet. To uh, defeat my Pokemon rival Stinky, um, and I bought. <laughs> that's right, you named him yep. Stinky. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's that's my favorite part about Pokemon games. You get to name your mortal enemy, uh, and then I bought Legends Arceus, which I probably got a little bit further into that than I got with Brilliant Diamond. Um, but yeah, both of them I just kind of like. I don't want to say I forgot that I bought them. But I kind of forgot that I bought them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, you, you got, Diamond you got the new is one. Pretty it's, good. It's good. What were you gonna say? I, no, I was gonna. I was gonna say, but you. So you got the new one, and and, it, and it's good. But no, then you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't buy the oh, new one. Yeah, which is surprising because I typically buy the new ones. Uh, the the issue was, it was Bayonetta three getting released, and then Sonic Frontiers, and then God of War Ragnarok, and then uh pokemon all within mm. like a two three week time span and i was like i was like i just gotta choose one game because i've got i've got so many other games that i need to get through yeah so i chose of course me being the huge sonic fan that i am i got sonic frontier or yeah sonic frontiers yeah that's um, how i was uh deciding between frontiers and spider-man miles morales yeah yeah i figured i'll, I'll just play jake's copy of frontiers yeah, and and that's fine because uh, so our our chat of a local game store here, GT Games, uh, they let people purchase Sonic Frontiers a day early, 
Nice. So, so I actually I double dipped. I paid $120 on Sonic Frontiers, <laughs> $60 for the PC version, and then another $60 just to play the game just a bit early. Jeez. Like 8 hours early. It was worth it though. It's worth it. A fantastic <laughs> game. Um speaking of Black Friday, uh <laughs> it's uh it's all the game is already on sale by the way on Amazon. I think you can get like a Switch copy and a PS4 copy. Uh PS5 copy and I think Xbox copies for like around 30 35 bucks. Nice. That's so good. um if if Switch is your only option to play the game, go with Switch, I guess. If you have another option besides Switch, uh like PS like even like PS4 or like original Xbox One, uh, go with it. The Switch version is easily the worst version. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it, well, especially even if you're trying to play portably, like if you happen to have a Steam Deck, like I mean, you you probably already know if you have a Steam Deck, like you're you're probably yes. in the loop like we are. But yeah, that that'd probably be like the ideal version, the Steam version. Yeah, um, kind of. So the issue, uh, I, I'm not sure why that why this happens. Um, but if you, uh, if you set the, the FPS limit for the Steam Deck, or for Sonic Frontiers, because in the menu you can choose between 60 and 30, uh, if you set it to 60 on the Steam Deck, no matter what, you're going to get major flickering issues. Oh, that's weird. But if you set it to 30, it has no issues at all. Mm. I have no idea why it causes it, but, uh, it kind of sucks, because I was like, I was like, damn, you know, I really wanted to play, you know, Sonic Frontiers portably at 60 FPS. Yeah. Well, what about the what about the 40 FPS mode? No, no. Oh, it's still flickers either. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Because because within the game itself, you have an I have an option to it between 60 and 30. It's that option. So you can either play it at 60 and have it, you know, pr- pretty nice around 50, 50 to 60 FPS with a bunch of uh like it's like shadow flickering basically or you play at 30 fps with no shadow flickering yeah so well uh, well uh, while we're on the topic of sonic i just i will briefly mention um, okay there are a bunch of sonic games on steam are on sale frontiers is not but like generations is five dollars mania is five dollars um lost world if you're one of the few freaks that likes lost world that's 750 Okay, Sonic Lost World isn't too bad. I I have it's played not, it, and I I will admit, I'm one of the freaks that likes it. It's not it's not bad. It's not good. It's, it's just different. okay. It's yeah. different. Exactly. It is it is different. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. Yep. Um, Sonic Origins is on sale as well, uh, yeah, which is a compilation of the was it it, it was Sonic One Two Three, uh, Knuckles and CD. Oh, uh, CDs nuts in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but that, so that's fifty percent off, which is uh, that's a better price point for it because yeah, twenty dollars, I mean, forty dollars. Yeah, for, yeah. I mean, the original price is forty dollars for those games, and I. The issue with these games is, yeah, they're nice, they're widescreen, and you know, you have different options and stuff. Uh, the the issue is is so I'm not sure if you're aware of this. But with Sonic 3, Michael Jackson was somewhat involved oh. with the music. Um, so they had to remove the some of the music from Sonic 3 and replace it with the beta music. Oh. Uh, which wasn't any of Michael Jackson's 
contributions. Mm, well, so that's a shame. That's that's kind of a downside for that at least. Um but uh but yeah, I, would say, I would say 3. Yeah, that was for Sonic 3 only. Aren't but, the uh, aren't I mean, the, the the Christian Whitehead uh remasters also on Steam like separately? No. They no, aren't? originally originally Sonic CD was, but it got delisted. So oh. your only way to play Sonic CD is if you buy Origins or if you had it in your Steam library already. Uh Sonic 1 and 2 were never ported to Steam. Mm. Uh they were only ported to mobile as well as Apple TV. So the only way to play it on TV or HD with a controller was to either hook it up to your phone and have it go through, you know, HDMI or buy it through Apple TV. Well shit, time to buy an Apple TV. Just just to um, stick it to him. I'm not <laughs> buying Origins. I'm buying an Apple TV. Which may or may not yeah. cost more. I don't know. <laughs> it probably costs way more. Anyway, you can continue. I will, in the background, look up how much an Apple TV costs. Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about uh, Pokemon. <laughs> the original topic was Pokemon. Um, so apparently people say that the game is pretty good. Um, like, like, you know, gameplay and story wise and all that good stuff. Um, but the major issue is, is the game lags like a lot, like a lot more than, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, to the point where running the game on emulators, like on Steam Deck or like your PC will actually run the game better than running on a regular Switch. Hmm. Um, there's some pretty major graphical issues as well. Textures popping in and out. Um, some textures not loading. Um, in addition to just like, there's just a bunch of glitches too. Just like, just like a bunch of weird glitches. Uh, I sent Alex earlier oh, a yeah. uh, uh, a compilation of uh of a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and that's me, only let me grab the link them. to that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to remember You'll to put it. that in the description. Yeah, and the thing is, is that uh, that person who uploaded that—that's only half of them. The, he uploaded another one with like twenty more glitches. This game was like not tested. I remember when I—I I remember when I uh, when I saw the announcement for this. This was like one or two months after Legends RCS release. Uh, I, you know, I was watching it with um, Cam, and we were just like, "Is like." That is way too soon for a new Pokemon. Because keep in mind, Legends Arceus came out in January or February of this year, the beginning of this year. Yeah. So we were like, this is way too soon for a new Pokemon. And we were partially right. It was way too soon for a new Pokemon. Yeah. No, I wish. Yeah, I wish they would just spend more time on it and like release a finished finished product. Like that's how it felt with Legends Arceus too. Like. Like, I, I know you, we were talking before uh, we recorded, but like, yeah, there were issues with that. It's not as bad as Scarlet and yes. Violet, but yeah. like, I mean, there's, I, I wouldn't say there's like game breaking issues, at least from my experience, but yeah, it's know. more just lag with uh, Scarlet and Violet, really. Yeah. Or, not, or my bad, um, uh, Legends RCS. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the textures don't look great. Like the art, the art style is good like the style is good but it's just like the fidelity isn't there yeah yeah Uh, i remember the frame rate also wasn't good and this is from one of mm -hmm. the most successful 
game studios of all time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to give the regular switch like one more year before either a switch, uh, either a switch two or, you know, a switch pro comes out. You hear that Nintendo, you got one year, you got one I'm year. Gonna give it, I'm going to give it another year. Um, Keep in mind, the Switch came out in 2017 and was running off of like, NV- like an like an Nvidia Shield processor. Yeah, at the time, so, outdated hardware. It was already outdated. So, so really, it's it's five- like a 2015 console. Basically, so it's a when it when it got released, it's a you know this is a 20 this is this is a five year old console now. Uh, actually, next year it'll be a six year old console. So it's. It's definitely, um, it's definitely time for a replacement. Considering the Wii U, when did the Wii U launch? That was like twenty twenty twelve, I think. Uh, yeah, twenty twelve. So that lasted five years. So yeah, we're probably coming up here on a on a new console. They typically release five, you know, every five to seven years or so. Um, uh, the the Xbox One and the Xbox. Uh, or the Xbox One and the PS4 were a bit of a weird generation just because stuff, you know, technology um, just evolved so quickly that they, were, that they were like, okay, we'll put out a mid, mid-generation mid refresh. Yeah. So, yeah, my guess is they're probably going to release a, a Switch 2 or something like that. And hopefully, I, I hope that it'll be backwards compatible. I mean, it better be backwards compatible. Yeah. I mean... Uh, like uh, I'll be honest, like where does Nintendo go from here if they're gonna release a new console? Because like I, I feel like the Switch is just it's too good of an idea. It is because yeah. because because Nintendo always they're always making something new or innovating. What else? I, I'm confused. Like what else is there to innovate on besides doing something like VR or AR? Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know I was that's what I was saying. Like. uh in our like early episodes, like a few years ago, like the, you know, there's potential there. Like the switch, like, I mean, with the, with the Labo set, like it had sort of VR, but it would be cool if they committed to that more. And like, they have properties that could like, they, they have like, like IPs that would translate to VR in like interesting ways. Right. Like Metroid would be perfect. You know what? We have, we haven't even got, okay, here's my theory. We haven't even got uh, Metroid Prime 4 yet. Yeah, it'd be cool um, if, if and, it was like a VR release. Oh, my guess is they're, is they're finally going to announce the release date for Metroid Prime 4. And it's going to be a launch title for the Switch 2. Yeah. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever the hell. Tears from the Kingdom. Tears from the Fallen Kingdom. I don't yeah, know if the like Queen Tears died of, or Tears something. Tears of the Kingdom. The yeah, British the Queen upset. died or something. Yeah. Um. So that that will probably still come out on Switch, but we also have a new Pikmin releasing Pikmin Four. So, I mean, it's kind of a toss up. Uh, you know, we may have a new, um, you know, we may have a new, um, the the new Pikmin game or the new, uh, Metroid Prime Four may be releasing on you know a new console or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the, the the next Nintendo console like. Yeah, I could only I could only see it either being something radically different, which I I wouldn't even begin to know what that would be, or just right. the Switch, but more powerful and you know ironing out ironing out some of the issues that it has. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, I I think the longest running console was like the was the Wii, right? I mean, that lasted quite a bit. That really got released in two thousand six. Yeah. So yeah, that had like a six year. Uh, that had, that had a six year run. Nintendo Switch is coming up here on a six year run. It's about time for a new console now. Yeah. Which is crazy because I remember. I think I was in like my third year of high school when the Switch got announced. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, that was a long ass time ago. That was a long time ago. That was like a whole president ago. It was a whole president ago. Yeah. Um, Actually, it was it was a whole two presidents ago. I think maybe. Yeah, it was like the tail end of Obama. Yeah, Obama (laughs) soda. Yeah, it was at least. um, Yeah, it was at least the tail end of Obama when it was announced. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, one one personal thing with with me with the switch, um, I I want them to either like make it like roughly the size of the switch light and, you know, be more powerful, you know, um, be able to dock uh, like the regular switch. Um, but like, you know, have the form factor of the switch light because I like, you know, that it's a handheld, you know, the switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, after using the Steam Deck, the Switch does feel very small, but it's still not yeah. like pocketable. It's I wouldn't consider it like a handheld handheld. Like it's portable, but it's not like a handheld. Not not like the DS, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. either make it like small enough to be like a a real like pocketable handheld, um, or just just you know go all out, make it the size of the Steam Deck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Although. You kind of got to keep in mind um, that Nintendo's target audience is children, not yeah, not us man children. That is that is true. Children. Yeah, yeah. As comfortable so. as the Steam Deck is in my large adult man hands, um, yeah, I don't I don't think it would be uh, as usable for a small child. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I just I think the switch is an awkward size because it's it's too big for like a pocketable handheld, but it's too small like for, you know, like a a, a non pocketable Steam Deck level of, of portability. Right, right. Like it's 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 in the, the territory of just going in a backpack. Um, but for that, like it feels too small and cramped. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, maybe that's just a me issue. Maybe, you know, people at large don't really see a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, is that uh, is that everything for the Scarlet Violet section? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was primarily All it. Right. So, Jake, you've been playing Sonic Frontiers and uh, it has been peppered throughout the episode so far, but I have yet to play it. So no spoilers. Um, OK, no worries. Don't. Don't tell me that Eggman dies at the end uh, because it would either be a spoiler or a lie. A dirty, dirty lie. Haley says hi. Hi, Haley. So anyway, how do you like Frontiers? Uh, So I'm going to spoil one thing for you. Okay. I'm covering my ears. I'm plugging them right now. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. uh, Really, really crazy. Uh, Sonic is in the game and he goes fast. All right, I have unplugged my ears. I hope I didn't hear anything <laughs> too important, too spoilery. <laughs> okay, um, I'm still waiting but, to see if Sonic is in the game, so I really hope um, that you didn't yeah, yeah. say that. 
Uh, yeah, you, you'll you'll find out when you play the game. Okay. Well, I'll find out when I listen back to this recording. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so Sonic Frontiers is uh, it's it's really really good. I personally think it's probably the best Sonic game that we've gotten since Generations, which was ten years, twelve years ago now. Yeah. Would you say it's better than Frontier or uh, than uh, Forces? I would. Yeah, I would say it's better than Forces. Wow. That's bold of you to say. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Because Frontiers wasn't. Uh, sorry. Forces wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just meh. Yeah, I think was... I, I think I said I think I said this in a, in an episode. But when I was playing through it, I felt like my brain was just on autopilot the whole time. Yeah, it's it's very much there. I wouldn't spend MSRP on it. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't it going for like forty bucks at launch. Yes, it was going for forty bucks at launch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's still listed at forty bucks on Steam, like for the base price. Uh, it's on sale for ten dollars. Even then, like I would not pay that. I would. I think it is a solid five dollar game. I I think yeah. if you got it like in a humble bundle, like I wouldn't be upset about getting it. But other than yeah. that, it is very. Uh, it's not worth a second thought. Get generations instead. Yeah, it's it's like um, the same. It's the same concept. It, it's the same like boost formula. It's just good this time. Yep. It's this. Yeah. Same boost formula. It's more refined. Um, there's more challenge to it. And in addition, uh, there's a there's a shit ton of mods for this game. There's an absurd amount of mods for um, Sonic Generations. Uh, somebody ported the entirety of Sonic Unleashed to Sonic Generations. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a good game. It's a. Uh, uh, but yeah, get, get Sonic so, Generations so if, you, that if you're going to buy a game on Steam. Is that on like the Steam uh, workshop, or uh, do I have to download a separate thing for that? No, you have to you have to download uh, hedge. I think it's Hedge Mod Manager. Mm, okay. So that's also how you get it running on Steam Deck. Uh, which initially, uh, Sonic Generations was labeled as supported on Steam Deck. Or sorry, verified on Steam Deck. But enough of people, enough people sent in complaints myself included yeah saying hey this is not verified at all this game runs like dog shit and so they labeled it as unsupported now and then they said up yours woke moralists, woke moralists. we'll see we'll who see cancels who, cancels who. <laughs> and then they canceled sonic yeah um no more but, sonic okay no more sonic but okay so back to, to sonic frontiers um so i played the game uh on my pc and I be- beat it on hard. Uh, if you're used, uh, if you're used to playing Sonic games, I read people said on Twitter, uh, play it on hard. It'll give you a an okay amount of challenge, but it's not you know baby easy. Um, I also 100% of the game as well, um, and I will be doing the same thing on PS5. Nice. Um. Um. So I'm uh, uh I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm not a really big fan of open world games. I think for me, I think it. I just get overwhelmed and it's just too slow. Yeah, I think open world stuff that needs to be open world is good. You know, like like Breath of the Wild is a good example of like open world, like like working. But yeah, I just feel like a lot of games like it was a trend for a while, like making a game open world just just to have it on the box. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Those, those like, it can feel exhausting. Yeah, yep. And I feel like Sonic Frontiers does a pretty good job. Now, they don't 
Um, they don't label it as open world. They label it as open zone, mm. which would kind of be similar to like Super Mario Odyssey, where you go to these different planets and it's, uh, or, you know, these different areas of the planet and it's moderately big and, you know, there's a big area to explore and, you know, do all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. Sonic Frontiers is pretty similar to that. There's five islands that you go to, you explore them, you'll, you know, unlock maps and do checkpoints and fight boss, like, like kind of mini bosses and explore and yeah. unlock different things throughout the map. Also similar um, to a uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Now that I think of it. I have that game. I have yet to play it. It's it's pretty good. I yeah, really like I've heard it. a lot of good things. I I will. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Dylan's respawn. already uh, recommended it to you. Probably time and time again. Probably, but I yeah, I've got. I mean, it's made by Respawn. Respawn is my one of my favorite developers. They're the guys who made Titanfall as well as Apex. Which Titanfall is better in my opinion, but they're never gonna make another one. Because the game sold like shit, or the second one sold like shit, yeah. as well as EA forcing them to do an uh, an online service game. Fuck you, EA. I want Titanfall three. <laughs> uh, that's besides the point. Ooh, we we're talking uh, the about Guardians Sonic of the Galaxy here. Game is on sale. Sorry, I was just browsing Steam. No, it's okay. I, I just I felt the need because it's a good game. It? I've played very little of it, but it is a good game. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's twenty one dollars. How much is it on sale for? Twenty one dollars. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm just curious. Uh, Lego. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's a good deal. Skywalker Saga is twenty five bucks. Oh wow, that is a good. Yeah, I would say for that for that amount, definitely pick it up. Have you played SpongeBob uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom? Rehydrated? No, I have not. Okay, because it's seven fifty right now, and I'm considering it. I've heard that it's gotcha. good, but I have heard that maybe for thirty dollars, maybe not so much. But seven fifty, that might be that might be good. Have you played the Halo games yet? I have played very little. I well, I played a little bit of the multiplayer. Oh, gotcha. Um, Halo Master Chief Collection, which includes, let's see here, how many games is it? One, hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games is sixteen dollars on Steam. Nice. So that's a that's a good deal as well. Uh, I think maybe. Halo Infinite is on sale. At least the campaign is. Uh, yeah, Halo Infinite campaign is thirty bucks. So that's good. Um, so back to Sonic. Yeah. Anyway, Sonic <laughs> Frontiers. How is it? Uh, awesome. Very very good. Um, as you know, as, as typical as any other, um, as, as any other Sonic game, the music is amazing. Um, the boss themes especially remind me of like the early, early two thousands like emo punk rock. Yeah, dude. It's Sonic very games. Good. The music in Sonic games has no business being as good as it is. It, it it's it is it consistently slaps. Yeah, you know, say what you will about any given Sonic game, probably has good music. Does forces yes. actually yeah. now? Does forces have a good soundtrack? It has infinite. And okay. fist bump, but I think beyond that, I think everything else is pretty forgettable. And are I those mean, like, are those like unique to Sonic Forces or a? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah th those so. are those are the two main vocal tracks for it. We'll give it that. Um. I mean, even Sonic Six had really bang and so like really bang and so uh, songs. Yeah. I mean, aside from the performance issues and like everything, um, yes, Sonic Six seems just like it goes hard. Yeah, yeah, the music is very good. 
Uh, if you're planning on playing Sonic 06, by the way, I recommend playing uh, Project 06 instead. Um, it's made by a fan who's remade, who has remade the entire game in Unity. Um, it's completely free. There, I think there's, I think they've added episode. They have Sonic is complete is complete, and they also have episode Shadow. I think they're working on Silver right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 much more refined. It's basically if they gave Sonic 06 like another year of development to get to squash all the bugs. Well, that's cool. Yep. Um, anyways, back to Sonic yeah. Frontiers. <laughs> anyway, how is Sonic Frontiers? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really really good. Um, I was worried that uh, uh, let's see here. So I guess I can kind of kind of describe the whole like the the upgrade and the leveling up stuff. Um, so there's a bunch of different things that you uh, there's a bunch of different collectibles that you get throughout the islands. Um, so there's there's hearts which increase your um, I believe it's, let's see here, yeah, you can collect hearts and those will increase your, um, defense, and then there's, like, I think they're kind of, like, spiky hearts, I guess, uh, those will increase your attack, there's also these little tiny, um, let's see, these, these little tiny, uh, like, um, Oh gosh, I don't even know how to describe them. They're 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 like the little organisms. <laughs> um, they're called cocos, and you can you can basically you can grab them, um, and they'll and you'll be able to go to uh, let's see here one you'll, you'll be able to go to one area and you'll be able to increase your ring count as well as your speed. Um, you can max everything out to level ninety nine, and then after that it's maxed out. Uh, there's also purple coins that you can get for uh, Big's fishing mini game. Um, which is, it's very easy, but, um, with all of the tokens that you get from big, you can very easily break the game, uh, cause you can get a lot of upgrade stuff a lot earlier than you can. Nice. If you just sit there and you grind it out. Um, seems like the best games have a fishing mini game, like Ocarina yes. of Time. Um, and that's the only other example I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, uh, uh, real quick about the music. So for so for Big's fishing mini game, um, it plays lo-fi music. Nice. Like it just straight up plays lo-fi. Um, and then you have uh, so then you have the uh, you have different bosses that are around, and those guys, uh, once you defeat them, uh, they're called guardians. Uh, they'll give you portal keys, and then you can use portal keys in these different portal temples. And that will allow you to go to cyber stages. And uh, the cyber stages are similar to, like, Sonic... Uh, they're similar... They take aspects from, like, Sonic Generations, Sonic Unleashed, and Sonic Adventure 2. Um, and they kind of mishmash them all together. Um, but uh, there's, there's four main requirements uh, to, you know, fully complete the stage. There's... Um, Let's see here. There's beat the stage. You have to get a certain amount of rings. Find all the red ring, red rings, and then, um, let's see here. Yeah, you can find all the red rings, and then you need to get under a certain time in order to get an S rank. Okay. Um, uh, a majority of the stages are pretty lenient with their S ranks. There's only one in particular that is really really hard, and it's the second one. Uh, it's the second level of uh of the cyber stages. Um, but I will say that the cyber, the cyber stages 
don't really control well at all. They they feel very stiff, uh, or or at least Sonic feels very stiff when moving through them. Um, and it can have some weird physics at at times. Um, uh, I was watching some Call Me Johnny's review on it, and he said, uh, and he said that, um, the cyber stages were kind of the worst part of the game, which I somewhat agree with. Because uh, they, they honestly didn't really need to be there, but they were still fine nonetheless. Um, but overall, Sonic Frontiers, I highly recommend it, um, especially if you're a big Sonic fan like me. Um, it took me about 20 hours to 100% the game. So considering older Sonic games like uh, like Generations and Forces and stuff, you can beat in like four or five hours. It's it's pretty, pretty considerable uh, chunk of... Uh, chunk of game, what you're getting for your money. Yeah. Um, and there are, uh, there are already mods out for the game already. Uh, a lot of character mods. Somebody added Shadow to the game already that has his own, like, custom, uh, he has his own custom animations and stuff. Yeah, um, well, in I addition, was, I was saying like, this in the Discord, which, by the way, join the Discord, listener. Um, uh, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do... I'm going to mod Sonic into Spider-Man. Spider-Man is another uh, very popular game to mod. Uh, I'm going to mod Sonic into Spider-Man. Then I'm going to mod Spider-Man into Sonic. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. I am playing God. I need to add Pepsi-Man into Sonic. <laughs> there's there's a... I'd have to look it up, but there's a there's a Saul Goodman mod. Oh... <laughs> for for Sonic Frontiers, I think it's called like Saul Frontiers or Goodman Frontiers. That's great. Just, just stupid shit. Saul Frontiers, um, that that kind of flows well. Saul Frontiers. I want to see. Oh yeah, Saul, Saul Frontiers. <laughs> uh, put Saul Goodman over the UI. That's great. Yes, it's 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 very dumb. It's that's awesome. <laughs> it's it's very dumb. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's very good. Um, one of my other one of my favorite uh mods for uh <laughs> for Sonic Frontiers is whenever you die, um, uh, so whenever you die, it's it's, it's similar to Sonic for uh, Forces where it just says try again. Somebody updated updated it so when you die, it just says fuck you. <laughs> and that's probably one of my one of my fa- one, one of my more favorite ones. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's already a lot of a lot of good uh, uh, good uh, Sonic Frontier mods that are out. Uh, they've already added uh, Super Sonic, uh, oh, and you can fly nice. around as Super Sonic. That's awesome. So anyway, best oh game gosh. ever. Best game ever. Uh, in addition to this is uh, somebody's added added this Gangnam style. Uh, uh, Gangnam style for the first boss. <laughs> Finally, it's I can kick to, Gangnam style's ass. It's hard to climb on him with, uh, because of different animations and he moves a lot. So good luck with that. <laughs> That's great. Um, there's That's another incredible. mod as well, um, where they added Ava Unit One from Neon Genesis Evangelion as uh, as the mod uh, as the the first Titan. 
Uh, oh, there we go. So, uh, so, uh, so the co- so you're familiar with Chow's, right? From Sonic Adventure One and Two. Um, I might the, the recognize little, them the, if I saw a photo. The little blue guys. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so there's a mod that replaces that that replaces the Cocos with the Chow. And let me see if we can try to find that Ava Unit One model. Yeah, here he goes. Ava Unit One skin. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Oh wait! Oh, oh no! It hasn't been, has it been modded? I can't tell. I think. Oh, I think it's in the process of getting modded, but it's not finished yet. But uh, but yeah, uh, Sonic Frontiers is very very good. I recommend getting on a PC because, as you can tell, uh, the Sonic community is fucking cracked, and there are already mods. Yeah, it, I so. love. I I love it when a game gets popular enough that like it, it it's like a rite of passage. Uh, if a game gets popular enough on PC, people mod in like Kermit the Frog. Yes. That's great. Like it happened with Spider-Man. There's probably a Kermit mod for Frontiers. That's great. So anyway, best game ever. Um, and I do have an update. Um, I meant to bring this up earlier uh, between segments, but I kind of forgot. So the Apple TV, uh, you can get. An Apple TV HD 32 gigabyte second generation uh, at Walmart.com. Normal price, $99. Now you can get it $79 to play uh, the Christian Whitehead remaster of the original Sonic games. Nice. Yeah. Or you could spend $50 less (laughs) um, or like $30 less and... uh, no, yeah, yeah, like fifty dollars less, and you and you get the game on PC, um, remastered. Yeah, all of them in one yep. bundle. Um, yeah, but if you really want to say up yours, woke moralists <laughs> to the, to the to the to the people, um, fucking you just buy an Apple it. TV, or pirate it, or buy or an Apple buy... TV, which is infinitely funnier. Buying an Apple TV just to play Sonic the Hedgehog. It is. Or buy the uh, the original cartridges, that too. Yeah, that too. Buy the original cartridges just to play them on the shitty uh, like like dollar store <laughs> Sega Genesis uh, um, oh, God, reproduction the consoles. Oh games. Yeah, I I grew up with one of those. That was that Dude, was my Sega those Genesis are growing awful. up. Awful. So anyway, that's that's my Apple TV update. Um, and that's like the lowest price that I could find. Um, you can get the 2021 Apple TV 4K second generation um, marked down from 180 to $100 on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, like $100, dollars 115 $80, $145, $130, $130. Um, so yeah, if you want to play the most expensive version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Go for it. And anyway, we got we got another segment coming up. Yep. So Did you, you want me to talk? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to uh MFF? Yep, and that is uh Midwest Fur Fest. It's uh over in Chicago. People in the know uh, call it MFF. People in the know call it MFF. Yep. It is the biggest furry convention that is out there. Uh, I'd have to take a look again, but off the top of my head, I remember that there was around 11,000 people there last Jeez. year. But yeah, I'll be going there. Um, 
on December 1st through the 5th. I'm actually going to get there uh, a day early um, on the 30th. Um, but uh, yeah, so for the actual con itself, I'll have my Game Boy camera with me and a Game Boy printer. So if you meet me, I'll uh, I'll take a picture for you with uh, the Game Boy camera. Nice. Polaroid um, who? Pol- yeah, pol- Polaroid who? Nah, bitch. <laughs> dun-na, I take dun-na. pictures... I take pictures on the Game Boy camera. <laughs> damn it, damn it. <laughs> um, you can uh, you can check out my Twitter if you want to know how to find me. I have a picture of my badge on my Twitter. Um, there, I'm also going to be at the uh, the Twitch meet and greet as well. Um, uh, ma- mainly I'm going to be talking with a bunch of other uh creators there just to just to get a better idea of you know how to grow your audience and stuff on Twitch, which. I'm very close to getting affiliate, Alex. Ooh. I am at 46 followers. I need 50 in order to get affiliate. Nice. Um, so have I'm you uh, considered doing a hot tub stream? Uh, I have not. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're really serious about growing your audience. <laughs> oh, so they'll, they'll be growing something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I would I, do I, a hot tub stream if I knew it meant getting more listeners. <laughs> I think you should just do it regardless. You know what? I I sh- I should show some initiative. So anyway, uh follow follow me on Twitch uh to get access to my hot tub stream. And I will uh I'll post the VOD on Patreon. There you go. There we go. Double dip. There you go. <laughs> Covering your bases. Yeah. But uh but uh yeah, so the other thing that I'm going to be going to um so the day beforehand cuz we're going to we're so we're leaving at like 6 a.m. um and you know, we're not going to get there until like 7 or something. 7 a.m. Our hotel isn't available until 3 and the actual convention doesn't start until the next day. So we were like, okay, you know, what the hell are we going to do for that entire time? So we're like, well, let's go. Uh, we were initially going to go to an arcade in Chicago called the Galloping Ghost Arcade. Uh, it's a pretty cool arcade. You pay 25 bucks and it has over 800 arcade games, older arcade games. You had stuff like uh, like the original Daytona USA. You had really, really rare and unique stuff like uh, the original Sega Sonic arcade machine as well as Sonic the Fighters. Uh, there's also like the F Zero AX machine, um, the Half Life Two arcade cabinet, all sorts of just weird and wacky stuff. Uh, but so how, we were how also does thinking, the Half Life Two arcade cabinet work? Um, I think it uses like two flight joysticks and pedals. Hmm. Um, but like, is, is it a, just like a, the full game or or what? Because it's like a whole no, like it's, it's a specific version of Half Life Two that was specially made for arcades. Um, there's a good video made by uh, Stop Skeletons from Fighting. He made a good video on it. Um, which there you go. There, there's a recommendation <laughs> for for the week. Um, let's see here. And uh, but yeah, so we decided to go to round one instead. Which round one? It's similar to a Dave and Buster, so it has bowling. Um, you know, bowling, laser tag. Uh, there's a karaoke and all sorts of and all sorts of other stuff there. Um, but their main draw is they have, uh, imported Japanese arcade games. That is um, pretty primarily cool. Ri- it is pretty cool. Primarily rhythm games, but they also have fighting games and puzzle games as well, as well as, 
Um, let's see. Are you, I think they're uh, they're called UFO catchers crane games. Um, so uh, they're, they're a little bit different to our to you know the typical American uh, claw games. But like I said, the main big draw is uh, all these arcade games. Um, so I'll be playing a lot of. Uh, a lot of Japanese arcade games, uh, they have stuff like uh, Dance Dance Revolution, Pump It Up, Beat Mania, um, Dance Rush Stardom. There's, I, I basically have a list of like all the games that I, that I want to play. Um, but one really cool thing about these arcade games is a lot of them are internet connected or you know they need to be online in order to work. So what companies have done, primarily Konami, because they own like... 50% of like the rhythm games. Um they've they've created this thing called the e-amusement pass. So basically you buy this card and you log into your machine, you log into an arcade machine and what you're able to do is uh you can you create a create you create a, a profile and it saves all of your high scores as well as like player info data, um song unlocks, um in addition to allowing you to play uh online against people that's pretty cool yep um uh it you know it, it depends on the game what kind of unlocks uh unlocks you get um but each each kind of like series of game has their own kind of unique card so basically any konami game it'll use their konami e amusement uh any sort of sega game it'll use their sega amusement pass um um, and then Pump It Up will have their own Pump It Up Pass. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll, like I said, a lot of them do have a whole lot of uh, extra bonuses and stuff. And some of them, like if you buy the card and if you use it on a machine, um, your first play on the machine will be completely free. And you don't have to, you you know, you use your credits on your card to nice. to, to play. But uh, But yeah, so arcade machines have really evolved. And another small rant... I'm kind of pissed off that nothing in our area has like a round one or even a um, even like any dance rhythm games. It sucks. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, there's a I, I, I probably talked to you about this um, already. M- Might have been in our last Gamer News episode, but there's a new sort of, you know, family entertainment center um, arcade type place that opened up uh, near where I live. Uh, called Big, it's an acronym, Best in Games. It's also a big place. It's a cute little, uh, cute little naming convention. But what is yeah. the place called? Big, uh, B I G. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. They have a lot, a lot of stuff there. And uh, one thing that I was uh, pleasantly surprised by is they had like a lot of VR integration. Like they have a couple of uh, stations. One has sort of like an arcade version of Space Pirate Trainer. One has um, a questionably official like Beat Saber port. Like it's Beat Saber, but it's not like Beat Saber, Beat Saber. Um, oh, so. I think I've seen that. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Um, I've seen those before. Yeah, I'm not sure if I it's think, like a knockoff or a. No, no, they're officially licensed. It's just it's a really old version of Beat Saber. That's oh, why it looks. Okay. That's why it looks really weird. Yeah, but yeah, they also had like um, you know, those like arcade uh, things where it's like the TV and you shoot at dinosaurs or whatever. Oh, the the light gun games. Yeah. Yeah, they had one of those, but it was VR. Oh, and interesting. So, you, so instead of like 
shooting at dinosaurs. Just kind of, and it also had hand tracking, by the way. So you just like swat at them. Huh. So that was that was pretty cool, actually. And I think they used um, HP reverbs for that. I think they were G twos. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So you know, sort of a side uh, recommendation if you haven't um, been to like an arcade in a while. You should, you should check it out. See how much the uh, the technology has advanced. There's there's some good stuff there now. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'd like to get my own arcade machine. I'm yeah. probably gonna buy uh, a pump it up arcade machine just because. So so here's another thing with these arcade machines being um being connected online is a lot of them like for konami like you need to have specific software specific hardware to get it online and if you don't have it online it won't even work so pump it up is nice because it's international you don't have to have it online but if you have it online you're able to you know do all the normal stuff with an arcade um but the really cool thing about it is that they're pretty dang cheap for like a rhythm game cabinet um you can get an older version of pump it up for seven grand and then you can buy a uh and these this is a really cool thing about it is you can buy an upgrade kit for about two or three grand and you can upgrade it to the newest version without having to buy a whole new cabinet okay yeah is that all yes is that all? only a nine thousand dollar investment yeah but you have your own arcade machine in your home that is pretty cool yep yeah i know for a while you were talking about getting a daytona cabinet yeah the thing is is that th- those are really old yeah uh, th- those are really old and um you know they, they'll they'll break down constantly just because the motors and stuff in them yeah so yeah i i think the cool ones are the ones like um that you can play like multiple games on i know that they have like cheap ones that you know you can get like a galaga cabinet from walmart for like i don't know like 80 bucks but those just feel like too peewee ass. Like it's like it's it's too cheap, like to justify yeah. the expense and like, you know, taking up space for like a even a small arcade cabinet. But yeah, it'd be cool to have one that you can play because like, uh, you know, the space uh, requirements is kind of a, a big hurdle. But it'd be, it'd be cool to have one that you could play like a few different games on. Yeah, yep. I, I the one up arcade machines. That's something that um that's something that's that's somewhat smaller that you can have in your home. It's made it's mainly made for home use. Yeah. Um, and I think there's ways to like get Raspberry Pis and mod them in. Yeah. So you can have so you can have like a bunch of uh, a bunch of games on there. Yeah, I thought it, I, I I still I'm still uh very fond of when we built that arcade cabinet in the uh the after school thing. Yep, that's over at the uh the Career Tech Center now. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's I remember, in the IT uh, they room. Moved it there. That's that's awesome. It's getting a second yeah. life. Um so anyway, I think that's it with that section. The uh, MFF sec- So anyway, to close that out, MFF uh best convention ever. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh it'll be a it'll be a lot of fun. It'll so so I'm so I'm going um Cam's going um and uh our friend Kyle is going with us and it'll be my first time ever uh ever flying without like my parents or going on vacation without my parents. So it'll be an interesting change of pace for sure. Yeah. 
so anyway, uh, MFF, best convention ever. Uh, so recommendations of the week. Um, I will start off with one of my recommendations. Uh, there's a certain certain Twitch streamer that I hear has almost reached an affiliate. Maybe if uh, maybe if he would stop being a lazy fuck and actually stream consistently, maybe that, he would get there sooner. That is exactly but... what I was just thinking. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know how it is. I I don't typically like to play games on stream. I typically like to, you know, do work on projects and different stuff on stream. Right. Yeah. Because everybody's playing games on stream. I'd rather work on projects or different stuff like that. Also, yeah. Like if if I was going to play a game, I would rather just enjoy it. Yeah. Instead instead of like feeling that I need to like entertain people for it. Yeah. Because it does take up a lot of your attention to like play, especially a new game. Yeah. Like like Frontiers, like that's got to take up a lot of your attention and to like try to like entertain an keep audience ev- on top of yeah, that. Yeah, keep everybody engaged. Because that's the big thing for me is with streaming is I like streaming. I like the interactivity of it. But man, I feel like I need to be constantly talking. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's cool about what you do. You don't like just, uh, you know, play a game or like react to a video. It's like, you know, you're, you're fucking doing something. You're like putting together a keyboard um what i like to affectionately call a lube stream a lube stream yep. yeah you're doing a lube stream you're fixing up consoles and uh, uh so anyway link in description yeah. twitch.tv slash as underscore rivals get mm-hmm. him to affiliate let's get how many more followers do you need four more all right let's get all right four of you you can decide amongst yourselves but four of you gotta go follow him yeah, well, I just let's need... make it five for good measure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I need. Let me. Let, I'm gonna double check here. So if you just want to make yeah, a so burner account real quick and give him a, an additional follow, that'll help I mean, out a lot. <laughs> I mean, that is a that is a perfectly fine thing to do if you want to. We but can't. So, so he's... we can't encourage it. We can't very well discourage it either. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so here's how to get affiliate: is you need to have 50 followers. You need to stream for eight hours, not not in one day, but in an entire month. That's not too hard that I can do. I have to stream on at least seven different days. That's not too hard, and I need to have an average of three viewers. So I think the the average of three viewers is going to be a little tricky. Yeah, but uh, so yeah on. On my technically most successful channel, uh, which is my self-titled channel in which I do video essays. Um, So all that I need, let me get to the monetization tab. So all that I need to start making money on YouTube uh, is I need uh, how much? 941 more (laughs) subscribers. (laughs) Just make a bunch of accounts. It's not and you know, three thousand seventy eight more public watch hours. Oh, okay, gotcha. Can yeah, it doesn't seem too hard. Can we? Can we get? Can we get there, gamers? Um, let's see it. Let's see what we need for the clips channel. The clips channel is not the most successful, but it is the fastest growing. Um, so for that one, I only need nine hundred and seventy subscribers, and. 3,864 more public watch hours. So let's get it done, gamers. I should really upload more to my YouTube channel, but I don't know if I should be uploading to the the Azzy and Sapphire channel or I should start re, uh, you know, re-uploading again on the Azzy channel. 
Because the whole thing with the Azzy and Sapphire channel was to have my partner and I both make videos, but they, I, I don't know, I guess they, they don't seem very too much interested in making videos. Yeah. So I may I may go back to the Azzy channel, even though I said that I'm moving over to a new channel. Yeah, no, yeah, I would go back to the solo channel for the for the solo content. And if you do ever like collab on something, maybe you make something together, you know, put it up on on the on the channel that you, you know, on the on the on the hub, the hub on is, the is hub. what the cool yeah. people call it. Yeah, people yeah. in the know call it. Yeah, the hub. yeah, you you have to you have to be really cool in order to call it the hub. The you got to be in the apostrophe know and be cool hub. Yeah, not the other hub, but the hub. Yeah, we should specify not, not that hub, the hub, the hub. So anyway, uh, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I do have uh, a second recommendation. Uh, so I uh, just the other night um, I saw on Best Buy that they were having some Black Friday deals, early Black Friday deals. Uh, part of that is uh, the Dual Sense controller, the PS5 controller is I think it was marked down from like eighty dollars. Or seventy dollars to fifty dollars, um, which I think is a good deal. Um, that's pretty much the cheapest that you're gonna find a PS5 controller, even used. I think on eBay they hover around like fifty bucks, fifty to sixty dollars. Um, like they pretty they they pretty well uh, maintain their value. So if you were thinking about buying a DualSense controller, like either as a second controller for your PS5, or in my case as a controller for PC, I, you might as well do it now. Uh, with the Black Friday deals, but yeah, it's a nice controller. Um, the the part that I like about it most is just how it feels in my hands. Um, like the, the Xbox One controller is it's decent. You know, it's not bad. I like it. Um, I'd say the Switch Pro controller, aside from the DualSense controller, is the best feeling in the hand. Um, but yeah, the DualSense controller, I I, I really like it. Um, in the same way that the PS4 controller is a huge step up from the PS3 controller, which really sucked. Um, the DualSense controller is like, you know, it's, it's everything that I like about the PS4 controller, but better. Um, so, you know, it also has pretty good haptics. Uh, I really like the, the, the rumble in it feels very, very tight, uh, very, uh, very good. Um, mm -hmm. I, the adaptive triggers supposedly work on PC with the Spider-Man games, but I don't really know what effect, if any, they're going for with those games. Cause like I, I feel nothing. It does it's not. Very, feel, it's the, very minimal. Yeah. It it's doesn't feel very you're different. Swinging around. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to like check for it later, but I've been playing like, I played like a, probably like a, an hour or two of miles morales with the uh, with the dual sense controller like it's good it's a good controller it's just the 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 adaptive triggers like the, the effect isn't really noticeable but right. i mean it's not, it, it, you really shouldn't be buying a dual sense controller just because the, the the gun jams you know right yeah but it's it's so, a good pc controller especially with how much um valve has really like you know they they've really stepped up with the uh, with like controller support um like yeah you like you can use a PlayStation controller with pretty much any game uh even if it doesn't have native support it still just maps to an Xbox controller and it's mm -hmm. all pretty seamless personally i think the best controller is the GameCube controller but you know 
Yeah, that is a good one. Um, unless you want a uh, a second um, trigger or not trigger, yeah. like bumper. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's really good for certain games. Mario Kart, it's good for. Um, Smash Bros. It's amazing for. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I played, it's like the Smash controller. Yeah, I played through the entirety of Pokemon. Um, oh gosh, I Pokemon, Pokemon Go to the Poles. Po- yeah, I played through that. <laughs> uh, I played through the entirety of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield with it, and it worked pretty well. There was no functionality that I lost at all with it. Nice. Yeah, because I don't think Pokemon games really use the shoulder buttons very much, do they? No, they don't. Yeah, so yeah, that, uh, that would work pretty well. Yeah, yep. Yeah, um, but yeah, anyway, sort of tangentially related to that. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, the PC port released uh, like, like last Thursday, I think. But yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I already played it on PS4. Um, so much like Spider-Man Remastered, I am, uh, I'm, I'm wasting money. I am burning money to play games yeah, that I've played already. But you're pulling a me basically, where yeah. you know bought two copies of Sonic Frontiers. But it's worth it, um, in my opinion, for the upgraded graphics and like now I can play it on Steam Deck. So you know it's not an entirely terrible financial decision. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just it's just good if you are thinking about buying it. I don't think it's on sale because it you know it just came out. But right, have you yeah, tried it on Steam Deck yet? It yeah, and it runs um, you know just like Spider Man Remastered. Uh, it runs uh, pretty well, pretty seamlessly. Um, pretty much what you'd expect. It's it's just good, and I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean. I don't know what I would say to convince someone that wasn't going to play it other than like, you know, I guess just if you were thinking about buying it, you know, but you're on the fence, just go for it. If I can treat yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll go through my stuff really quick. Uh, so you have the God of War PS five deal. We kind of mentioned that, uh, three sixty for a PS five and, um, and a copy of God of War. Uh, I saw I saw that you can get this on Amazon, or not my my bad Walmart. And so I know that you've been kind of looking at a PS Five for a bit, Alex. Are you gonna get a PS Five now that it's available somewhat? I think I think what I'm gonna do is I will buy one. Um, hopefully these two events will coincide. Um, when one the new new Spider Man game comes out because that's all that I really want it for, and the Wolverine game, which I think is coming out later than the Spider-Man game. Um, but yeah, for those two games, this is really all I want it for. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll buy it when Spider-Man 2 comes out and or when the price drops. So like when I can get one like probably used for you know less than $500. Because right now I'm not, I'm not exactly liquid enough to buy a, a PS5. Um, but yeah when it when it gets cheaper maybe maybe yeah yeah uh when when alex's wallet turns from a liquid into a gas he yeah. probably able to buy it <laughs> i gotta melt down some of my uh some of my <laughs> assets i mean well i mean there's a i mean there's a there's an idea you could sell your ps4 to get the ps5 i could because um, all of your games are backwards compatible with it oh that's true um 
Yeah, let me let me let me open my let me open my PS4 drawer. So Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection, uh God of War and Ratchet and Clank, and I do have original Spider-Man. Um I like to keep it around just because it has the original guy's face. Um Yeah, so all those are backwards compatible. Question mark. Oh yeah, yep, yep, they're all backwards compatible. Um I don't think any of those have upgrades, however. To the newer version, maybe, uh, maybe with PS4 Spider-Man. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have it on PC anyway, so I'm not too concerned about that. Right. Uh, at the very least, you're able to transfer over your PS4 save data to the PS5 version. Um, do you have Uncharted Four? I do. Okay, so that one's really cool. So, are, are you familiar with uh, the Uncharted: The Lost Legacy? Yeah. Yeah, I know because, that they um I know they ported it to PC. Yeah, so yeah, they ported it to PC, but it was also on PS5. But if you pop in that yeah, if you pop in um Uncharted 4 uh the disc version, you can pay 10 bucks and you can get the upgraded version of Uncharted 4 as well as um uh oh gosh, what is it? Um, yeah, you can get the upgraded version of four in addition to Lost Legacy for, I think, like 10 or 15 bucks, which is a pretty damn good deal, considering like the PS4 version of Uncharted 4 is like four bucks. Yeah. So that fantastic reason to to go uh, physical. Yeah. Yeah. Now, physical media. Yeah, that is uh, I will never not recommend physical media uh, if you can help it. Yeah. Like, you know the like the discless version of like the i know the xbox one has a discless version uh ps5 has a discless version it's not really worth the price uh difference because like you can't can't very well get uh, a used copy of a digital game and you can't really resell a digital game right so you're missing out on a lot of deals with that yep yeah, cause cause I'm sure right now, like like I said, if you want to buy a copy of Sonic Frontiers for PS5, uh, it's gonna cost like digital. It's gonna cost you sixty bucks, but if you're gonna buy it, you know, on disc version, it's gonna be thirty five for you. So yeah, I mean, overall, you're gonna be saving money in the long run. In addition to some PS4 games have like free upgrades to PS5 versions. So for example, Final Fantasy VII Remake has a free upgrade to the PS5 version. Yeah, and like you know, down the line you can like resell. Like I like I said earlier, you can resell a, a physical copy of a game. Like I bought a disc version of Spider Man PS4. Um, I bought Miles Morales digitally, so I can only resell one of those copies. Mm-hmm. So you know, just stuff to consider. Yep. But anyway, we covered big Steam fall sale. Uh, Lumistance, uh, what is that? Lumistance. Yep. So Lumistance is a it's a PlayStation One, uh, Sega Saturn kind of styled 3D platformer uh, that has really really good music. Um, uh, it has unlockable characters as well. Um, it's a it's a moderate challenge. Was it Lunistus? Uh, uh no, Lunistance, because there's an end there. Yeah, I mean, I just Googled it, and it shows up as Lunis, Lunistus. 
Oh, it is a Ludistus. Oh, okay. Well, I've been saying it wrong this entire time. Oops. Oopsies. Um, but, uh, yeah, the game is very, very good. Um, it's also dirt cheap. Take a guess how much this game is without looking it up. Look. I feel like I feel like you probably already looked it up, didn't you? Look, I... I had scrolled down on the Steam store page right as you said that. <laughs> it's it's five dollars. My yeah, my guess is it's five dollars, and it also has a free demo. Yes, yep, yeah, it has a yeah. free demo, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's also on Switch as well, but I recommend yeah. the PC version because uh, unlocked frame rate, baby. Yeah, and it's just better. PC games it's better. It's better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at I, like the screenshots and the trailer, and I I really like the art style. Like you said, it's like a, it's like a like a dream. What did you compare it to? A Sega Saturn PlayStation PlayStation One Sega Saturn. Yeah. 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 It really has that look where it's like I don't know I, low resolution kind of. I don't that doesn't yeah. really do it justice. Low, low low poly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's sort of like uh like a visual lo-fi kind of look. I guess, yeah. Like, like this is visually what lo-fi is audibly. Uh, I love, I love these these selected reviews. Uh, buy this fucking game, or I'm coming oh. to your house and I'm kicking you square in the fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And Gerard, I need the more coffee. Yeah, that's and, great. Uh, the the I need more coffee. That's uh, that's the developer of the game. Uh, <laughs> and that's fun great. Fa- so fun fact of uh, Lunastents. Uh, so this game was originally a. Uh, it was a. It was part of the. Uh, oh gosh, I have, I have to look it up. Uh, this is. Uh, I wonder if it says uh, if it's Steam Deck compatible. Okay. It is steep. It uh, it shows as as un unverified, but I played it. It's very much compatible. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but so this game was actually part of Sage, uh, which is the uh Sonic Amateur Games Expo. So this was part of that. So it was uh it, it was an it was an original original game that uh kind of got a uh you know pe- people people kind of looked at it and was like oh you know that's you know it's pretty good. Um, and then eventually it just blew up into its own, you know, full game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm downloading the demo right now. Yeah, it's good. The music for it is amazing too. Super, super good. Um, it's, uh, the, the music for it is also on uh, Spotify. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, let me check back on the show notes. Yeah, I think that's it for your recommendations um before i get to my last one uh, okay and I, I swear these are the last two that i'm gonna do so uh the batman arkham games i've talked about it before they're really good um arkham vr is on sale it's five dollars five dollars i'd say that's a good value for arkham vr it's not really a full-fledged game it's more like a like a tech demo kind of thing but it's still pretty cool um especially for like the time that it came out it's pretty cool um but Anyway, so the like the main series games, the Batman Arkham Collection is on sale. Uh, looks like it's nine dollars. Um, now I do like own the games. I don't know if that affects what it the price that it shows up as, but for me it's showing up as nine dollars, and that comes with um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, which like those are all 
very good games. I know Arkham Arkham Knight is pretty controversial, but it, it's arguably the worst of the best series. So it's still pretty good. Um, Arkham Origins isn't in the bundle, but it is uh, on its own on sale for $5. And it's still a, a really good game uh, in its own right. It's it, it's kind of retreading a lot of Arkham City, but Arkham City was amazing. So can't really complain there, but it's a good series. If you haven't played it, like if you somehow have not played it, um, it's good. I don't know what else to tell you. But anyway, so it's incredibly cheap right now. And you can get, I I don't know about Arkham City and Arkham Knight and Arkham Origins, but um, Arkham Asylum, if you try to run it on the Steam Deck, like just raw dogging it, um, it doesn't really work. Like it, I don't think it like launches, um, but there is a way to play it and have it like actually run pretty well. Um, there, there's there's videos on how to do it, but basically you just have to download like a like an experimental version of Proton, and it runs pretty seamlessly. So it does work on Steam Deck. And my last recommendation: this is the last one. Cutting myself off here. Iron Man VR is on sale. Unfortunately, it's Oculus exclusive. You can only play it on Quest. Uh, I think Quest 2, I, I don't know if you can play it on Quest 1, but it is a Quest exclusive. Um, and I, th I think, hold on, let me, let me, I should have checked earlier, but I will pull up the um, the Meta Quest app, uh, formerly the Oculus app. And let me Blech. look it up real quick. L plus Meta. L plus Meta. Um, it it does not say the price but i believe it is on sale um in you know as part of their uh, black friday stuff um but yeah they usually run like a 30% discount um just as like a code that you can use with any game so with that it's, it goes down from $40 to $30 and i think that's a pretty good value it's it's really fun you, it really makes you feel like iron man so to speak <laughs> But yeah, I've played a bit of it and it's really good. It's 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 just it's just fun. If you ever saw Iron Man and you were like, I could do that. Fucking put your put your money where your mouth is, am I right? <laughs> bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Square up. Let's see how good you really are at shooting missiles at robots. Anyway. I think that's everything. So thank you everyone for listening to another episode of what you say if you liked it then like it if you subscribe then subscribe and if you comment it better be something nice am i right uh follow me on social media follow me on youtube on instagram follow my tumblr follow him in real life follow yeah follow me uh on a dark uh street at night frighten me put the fear of god in me uh follow jake on twitter Twitch, wherever else is linked in the Insta. description and share the show with a friend tweet our clips tweet our episodes play the show out loud at work uh you know wherever you can do it or else uh spread spread the good spread the good news spread the gamer news the goose leave a review on pod chaser it's like an imdb type site for podcasts leave us a review on spotify on apple Podcasts, uh wherever you can if you want 
and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. Uh, just fucking download our entire back catalog just to support the show. Um, Do it. Or f- put it on Blu-ray. Yeah, put it. Yeah, burn it. <laughs> burn it to a CD. And um, do whatever you want with that. I don't know what you would. Anyway, up yours, woke moralists. Uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And 